0: Welcome back to Cancer Connection. This is Sarah Humphrey. Thank you for joining me again today. Today, I want to talk about how important it is to have your support group around you. I know I mentioned this in one, in the first episode and the early episodes. Um, your support group is really is what's going to encourage you along the way. Um amidst your treatments and fatigue and everything else. And I was certainly blessed to have a great group. Today I'd like to introduce my mom, Rhonda Quillen. She was a great support for me. Um I would I spent a lot of time at her place and she would really help me of uh, she would help me get comfortable and she just she helped encouraged me a lot when I was down and when I was discouraged. She would always have an uplifting scripture to share. Um and mom, how was it for you and how did you encourage me? I can certainly tell them, but I think you tell it better than I do.
1: Um, Ah. Well, thank you for letting me talk about this, Sarah. Um, you know, when I started thinking about this, I my first thought was I don't want to think about this anymore. Um, and I think that's maybe a natural sort of thing. We don't want to and we want to avoid the difficult times in our lives. I think another human situation is then we want to just get by ourselves when we're hurting or afraid and uh, to isolate. And that's a bad thing. I think that's uh, it is not a good thing. Uh, It's a very biblical stance that we're never supposed to go through things alone. We're never alone. And so as a human, we need to remember that not only is the Spirit of God always with us, but we are we are to gather others uh, with us at the same time when we're going through good times and bad times, both. And even though they're painful, uh, that's what, as Christians, we're supposed to do. And um, so that's what I would remember, that we're not supposed to be alone. Also, I think another very... Uh, human thing is that not only do we want to isolate and get in a hole and not come out, but also we have a tendency then to start thinking about ourselves. You know, the world goes down to a, to a very, very small, small opportunity, but, um, and we're, we're in charge of it. We are the middle of it and we give ourselves a huge amount of, um, attributes that we don't have. We do know that God is in charge in the good times and in the bad times, and it is his hand that is leading us through this. And when God chooses to lead us through something, then he doesn't leave us then. He is leading, and a leader never leaves someone. So what we need to remember, and what I try to remember, is that God is here, and I think often he uses times like this to let us know he is closer than we ever realized. So he is here, so let's make sure that we are watching for him, that we are listening for him. We've not become the center of the universe. God created us, and he created that universe that sometimes we think we are, um, but God is creator. God is maintains us, and so um, we need to make sure our focus stays on him. Very
0: true, very true. I remember that day when I got the diagnosis. Thankfully, that that Jonathan was able there to be there with me. This was during heavy COVID times in the hospital, where you go by yourself because nobody is allowed anywhere. <laughs> Uh, but I remember when I got the diagnosis, um, and I thought, you know, I have to go to mom's house. I have to talk to her. This is not something you say over the phone. (laughs) At least it wasn't something I could say over the phone. Um, so I knew I had to go to your house and that was, that was the tough part. Um, and, but it was great to talk to you that day. You were certainly a comfort to me. Um, and then, like you said, after that, after that, I wanted to be alone. Yeah, Um, because that's what we do um but you're right um when I got to be alone um I got to pray about it and then I realized I wasn't alone that God was with me and he was going to walk with me so it didn't really matter how it was going to turn out he was walking with me um and then I found out that's all that I needed I didn't know how it was going to turn out but I just knew I needed him to go before me so that was certainly true
1: that is true I remember that day very well um it was the first time in a long time that uh, I had seen you when your health situation was uh, was so bad. And um, I know that in the past that you've had a lot of health issues. And so, boy, um, it brought back all these, all the bad memories then came coming back just immediately. It was very surprising. And when we if we start looking at ourselves, we start thinking, oh my, this is what happened to me before. I remember this. I was hurt by this. And the word keeps on returning. I, and again, that's a human thing. And I think as Christians, we need to be aware that that's an assault there by the devil. He wants to make sure that you think that you're in charge of everything because we know we can be defeated. Ah. so we need just, when all these eyes start coming up, when we start thinking that it's about me, I need to do this, I will have to remember this, we really need to remember the truth, and the truth is that God is there. God is leading us, and he's not going to leave us. He knows, he is looking at us from the future and from the past, and he's with us right now. He knows everything, and the things that we don't know, he knows.
0: Very true, and um, I was also remembering that I, what what I really liked about it is when I was talking to you about it, and I was saying we know what the doctors want to do, this and this and this is the plan, you. You took it out from that stance, and you, you were talking about you know what God was going to do, but you made it sound like a battle plan, a tactical battle plan, because that's where you work, and that's, and that's what I love. I mean, it's like we're in the battle now, and this is our battle plan, and I love that. It was something for me to cling to. It was just great. I loved how you made it a battle plan
1: for me. Oh, good, good. Uh, that's an interesting thing that you're saying, Sarah, because uh, isn't that the truth, though? That um, we really uh, isn't the truth that we are gods, and God is with us. and because of that, the devil hates us. The devil the devil is only a destroyer, he's a murderer, he's a liar, he's a thief. Um, God has told us this again and again. So we do know that we're being attacked. Why not, then, you know, stand up like God has told us to not be afraid? rely on him. When has God ever lost? He does not lose. He's always the victor. So let's stay with the one who's always going to win, the one who loves us, the one who made us. So what is our strategy then? Hmm. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that first, first that we know that God is in charge. So we take at first everything to God. But what was your strategy, Sarah?
0: Um, Well, that certainly sums it up. As you (laughs) said, um, I love how you made it sound like a battle plan. So that's what Mm -hmm. I did. since you brought up that idea. And I said, you know, okay, so this is the plan. And I I knew what the doctors were going to do. So that was kind of the earthly plan. But I went to the Lord and I said, you know, this is what they're going to do. But I'm more interested in what you're going to do. What's your battle plan? Um, Show this to me. And I I just, I found the Bible app and I, that really helped me. Um, with the Bible verses, because before, you know, I didn't know where to find, you know, yeah. Bible stories and Bible plans, right. and the Bible app really helped me with that, um, but um, I loved how you did that, for me, so it made it seem like a battle, which it was, which it was, which it was yes. um, and when I went to the Lord that day, I was, I was a mess, but um, he, he went to me, and he said, you know, He said, don't be afraid. I will fight for you. And I'm like, I've heard this before. This was in Bible times. You're going to fight for me? (laughs) Like in the Bible? I've seen seen the battles in the Bible. You annihilated people. You're going to annihilate this for me? This is what's going through my head. And I'm thinking of all these battles that were won and how they were won. And I just, I got really excited.
1: (laughs) Yeah, those battles, when he wins battles, it's not like, well, you know, we had to make concessions and we lost a lot of stuff. No, it's decisive. God doesn't do things in a small way. He wins. The walls fall down, you know, that things go up in smoke. People, you know, an entire army turns on itself and destroys itself and the water parts and so... God wins in a big way. It's not, you know, he dies and he rises from the dead. He doesn't come limping out of a grave. He doesn't say, hey, I've been to the hospital and I'm doing a lot better and I'm going to need a few months to take care of this. No, he goes in dead and he comes out alive. And that's his plan for us. One of the things that God has told me is especially about fear is that so much of fear, so much of our fear here on earth is a lie. So always beware when you're afraid. Go to the Bible and find out what that God is telling you, because that is, there's 365 times in the Bible that God reminds us not to be afraid, not to be anxious. This 365 times is the exact amount of one year. So I think that kind of Every day, you should not be afraid. There's not one day that you should be. And I've liked that. And also, but he does know then that as humans, that, that we will fear. And he wants us to bring that fear to him. Uh, one, of the God, one of the things that God has told us that when I'm fearful, and God will tell me something, and I will want to follow him, and I'll say, well, okay, God, you know, I'll, I'll do this. Uh, And I always feel really bad because I don't have that much faith. But he has told me that he loves it when he hears my little high voice like that. Because he has told me that that is my heart talking. Not my fear, not my body, but it's my heart. So my little tiny voice has pleased him. It certainly brings
0: a smile to my face to hear you talk like that. Because I know what it's like to have the Lord speak to you. Um, uh, when the Lord spoke to me, um, he told me, well, I was telling him cause he, yeah. <laughs> I was telling him, I said, you know, Lord, my heart is not strong enough for all this medication. My heart's going to drop dead. And I said, I said, I cannot do this with my own. I need to use yours. And I said, you know, David was a man after your own heart. Well, I'm a woman after your own heart, so I need to use it and I need it now. <laughs> um, and he just, he just said, um, He said, but you've always had my heart. And when he said that, I'm thinking, all right, then I guess I'm ready. (laughs) So, you know, that kind of how this started. But I remember after the first session with the chest pain and everything else going to the ER and all that, that's just when I had hormone blockers and I was going the next day for chemo. And I remember waking up that next morning, having to knowing that I was going for my chemo after that awful night. And I just turned to the Lord and said, you know what, I can't do this. I said, I don't see a reason I should go back there. You've already told me I'm better, and I don't see why I need to go back there. And the Lord said, do you remember the story of Jonah? Do you remember what happened to him when I told him to go and he didn't go? <laughs> and I just thought, okay, Lord, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Because for all my friends out there who don't know the story of Jonah, in short, (laughs) he was running away from the Lord. Not a good idea because the Lord knows where you are. He doesn't have to find you. He knows where you are, which is a comforting thought. But if you're running, it's not. It's not a comforting (laughs) thought. It's a scary thought. Well, anyway, so Jonah was running and the Lord knew where he was. And he got on a boat and and the storm rose up and they almost drowned because Jonah was in there. And Jonah said, throw me overboard because I'm the problem. So they did and the storm was calm and and Jonah ended up in the belly of a great fish. He was in there for three days and three nights. Yeah, I tell you if that doesn't make you want to repent, I don't know what does. Smelling <laughs> like a fish. I don't know. But anyway. We're getting off track. But anyway, that is just what it made me think of. Great. Another great thing that you did for me during my cancer battle is I came home. You had this great banner in my yard that had, that had Chronicles twenty nine thirteen on it. And it said, and now we thank you, our God, and praise your glorious name. And then it said, hang on, God's got this. You also made these great bracelets for me that said, hang on, God's got this. And it had the verse Isaiah forty one ten: fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God and they were just they were such encouragements to me and i had this banner out there in the sun and the snow and that whole year and a half i was going through this i had it out there and it was just great
1: thank you mom you always know what to say <laughs> well don't you think sometimes even though we have faith you know it's it's part of that strategy let's surround ourselves with the words and sometimes don't you think then too the more we can see these words Then the more they just get, if they're in our eyes, they're going to be in our minds, which is another reason um, to always be looking at the right things. But the more we see of the right things, the more it's in our minds, the more it's in our hearts. Very true. And then
0: also you got me this shirt along those lines and it said, the battle belongs to the Lord. And that was just (laughs) great. It was a great encouragement to me. Thank you, Mom. You always know what to say at the right time.
1: Why? Thank you very much.
0: Um, which also brings to mind, I was going to mention this on, um, on my show on Easter, but it didn't come up, but now I think it applies well too. Um, in my last podcast, I talked about rising above your fears. And just as the Lord rose on the third day for Easter, you need to rise above your fears. I know you're afraid right now and you don't know what to think. You're overwhelmed. I've been there myself, but this is not a time for fear. It's what are you going to do with your fears. You need to give them to God right now. And you need to let him comfort you and let him give you his peace. Along those lines, after chemo was over and it was time for surgery, I went in for for the double mastectomy and the reconstruction, the starting of the reconstruction. When I went in for that surgery and I came out, I came out and I had... <laughs> I had three little tubes sticking out of, of fluid coming out because um, this, is, this is waiting for the reconstruction of my chest, uh, which wasn't a huge deal. I mean, it wasn't very painful. It was just, you know, here, take these pain meds and go home. Okay. So I went <laughs> home the next day and... Thank you, Mom, so much for being there for me. You were helpful for me when that, when that I needed help. I would come over to your house each day. For but this lasted about two weeks, so a long two oh, weeks. But that, yeah. <laughs> I was so thankful you were there with me to help me oh, through that, that these uncomfortable times when you you have all these tubes everywhere and you're trying to take a shower. It's just hard. But you were there. <laughs> oh, Thank
1: you, Mom. Oh, you are welcome. Well, you know, I one of the things about when you're sick, um your body changes physically that you're no longer the person that you've always seen yourself to be. This is on the outside only though. So for someone, of course, like you, who is young and healthy and then to all of a sudden have all these changes going on that you don't look like you're healthy, that can be something else that causes fear. And as we do know, that the outside is not the inside. And uh, again, just another reason then to focus on what you know and who you know is the answer, God, instead of what you're looking like on the outside. It's harder to be afraid when you're focusing on something other than yourself. And also when you are afraid, Um, I would encourage you just, and and this does work, talk to God, even if you've never talked to him before, even if you don't believe in God, or if you think that he's far away, or if you think that you are one of the bad ones, so he doesn't want to listen to you. Uh, Talk to God anyway, no matter what you think. Um, God has told us Um, that he's always with us. God has told us he will always be with us. And he didn't tell us which one of us he's going to be with. He said he would be with us all. He would never leave us. So no matter who you are or what you have done or what you're doing right now or even what you are planning to do, God is still with you. God wants to help you. God can help you.
0: Very true. That was well said. Um, but thank you, Mom, for being there for me through that. It was a rough time, and I was That's thankful hard. to have yeah. those taken out after that. two weeks. It was just tough.
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs> um, but I was I was yeah. thankful when that was over. Are you going to rise above your fears today, or are you going to let fear conquer you? I hope not, because you are not a slave to your fears doesn't matter what you've done in the past. God wants to use you now. And I know this seems like a scary time for you right now, but you have to think of the other side. What is God going to use you for through this? That's what I couldn't see when I started my battle. I had had made the statement to my husband. This is probably the stupidest thing I've ever said to him. I said, (laughs) I said, I said, do not let this change me. I said I said, I do not care what happens, but this is not gonna change who I am now. Who has been used by God and not changed for the better? Anybody. I don't think so. So I don't know what I was saying. Must have been those key moments. So don't let those (laughs) mess with you. But anyway. But no, the Lord has certainly changed me for the better through this and I know he will use you and change you for the better too, but you have to let him. It's like last week when I talked about him molding people. Let him mold you today because that's what you need. Thank you, everyone, for joining me on this episode of Cancer Connection. Thank you, Mom, for being a great guest and for coming on today. Thank you for having me here, Sarah. And we will see you next week on Cancer Connection.